Hi, welcome to the podcast of The Butcher. Before the first episode, I just wanted to give you a quick overview. The Butcher is a dark British comedy novel about accidental cannibalism in Norfolk, which I've serialised into a podcast. It wasn't originally written as a serialised book, but I think it works quite well. There'll be a new episode released every weekday at 6 in the morning, that's GMT, until all 55 chapters are out. Then it'll disappear. If you want to buy the full audiobook to listen to straight away, and without me at the start and end of every episode, you can buy it at a discounted rate via nathanburrows.com forward slash audio, or at full price in all the major audiobook stores. I can't control the pricing on the audiobook stores, but I will make sure that the price on my website is always cheaper. I hope you enjoy the podcast. The first episode will be along in just a second. Please do let me know what you think. I can be contacted via my website. Until the next time, this is me, Nathan Burrows, signing off. I hope you enjoy the story. The Butcher Written by Nathan Burrows Chapter 1 Norma dried her hands and looked through cloudy eyes at the joint of pork on the kitchen table in front of her. It was indeed, as the butcher told her, a fine cut. She clasped her arthritic fingers across her thin chest as if she was about to say a prayer and thought about what she needed to do with the joint of meat before putting it in the oven. With a quick glance at the kitchen clock, its hands large enough to make out through her cataracts, Norma inhaled a satisfied breath before blowing it out of her cheeks. Later that evening, Norma's only granddaughter was coming round for supper. She was bringing her new boyfriend, the young man who might well be the one. Norma patted the pork with a tea towel, enjoying the sensation as it did so half listening to a bunch of politicians arguing about the import and export something or other on the radio. Whatever they were arguing about, it was getting quite heated, and Norma tuned them out, her thoughts drifting to her granddaughter. The poor little thing had been in an awful place for about a year, after travelling halfway round the world with some young upstart. He was, according to the granddaughter, utterly in love with her. Turned out he wasn't, and the poor girl had come back to Norfolk with a broken heart, and an equally broken credit rating. Norma had put her up for a while, just until the youngster got her feet back on the floor and found a decent job. Shuffling her way to the cupboard to get the salt she needed to rub into the joint, Norma squinted at the photo on top of the fridge. Although she couldn't see it very clearly these days, she knew the picture very well. It was Peter, her husband, standing next to Norma in front of the Eiffel Tower, just over two years ago the year before the Lord took him. Norma had disagreed a lot with the Lord at the time, arguing that it wasn't Peter's time. The Lord didn't need him yet, in her opinion. But Norma hadn't won the argument. Peter had popped out to the allotment one sunny evening, saying to Norma as he left he was just nipping out to earth up the potatoes and that he might be a while. Norma had smiled, knowing full well he had spent some time at the allotment and an equal amount of time at the pub. He'd be back later, smelling of beer and polo mints. Except he hadn't come back that night, or any night at all. Another allotment owner had found Peter lying face down in the King Edwards, dead as a dodo. The hospital said he had had a heart attack, and that he wouldn't have suffered. But it wasn't the point, not to Norma. When the Lord did decide that it was time to take Peter, she'd wanted to be there herself, holding his hand and letting him know how loved he was. 
but Norma knew it wasn't her sad, smiling face that Peter had seen just before he died. It was a pile of King Edward potatoes which needed earthing up, rushing towards his face at a rate of knots. Norma shook her head just as she always did when she got all maudlin about Peter and peered into a kitchen cupboard to find the salt. Walking back across to the joint of pork, she put the salt down and got a best knife out of the drawer. It was as sharp as anything. Peter used to joke he could shave with it. The knife had been sharpened so many times that soon Norma would have to buy a new one, and that would cost money she didn't have. Not since Brexit, anyway. She gripped the knife in her gnarled fingers and drew it across the fatty top of the meat. Norma noted with satisfaction the way the knife cut through the skin, just to the right depth for the salt. Norma was sure the crackling would be perfect. Her granddaughter liked crackling, and Norma hoped the new boyfriend would as well. She concentrated hard on what she was doing. The joint was a real treat, what with the price of pork going through the roof since all the foreigners stopped buying British. It hadn't helped that the British, in return, had stopped buying foreign. Putting the knife on the side, Norma sprinkled a generous amount of salt onto the joint of meat and rubbed it in with a satisfied smile on her pinched face. The pork felt just right underneath her fingers, firm but not too firm, pink but not too pink. The butcher had promised her a special joint for a special occasion, and he hadn't disappointed her. As Norma brushed the excess salt from the skin, she noticed with a frown that there was one of those animal marking tattoos on the joint. It must be the farm's symbol, or maybe the animal's number, she thought. Hopefully by the time the skin had turned into crackling, the marking will have disappeared. Norma didn't follow football. She never had. It wasn't something that either Peter or she was the slightest bit interested in. If she had been keen on the beautiful game, and if her eyesight had been better than it was, Norma might have recognised the tattoo. It wasn't a farm symbol or animal number. It was a tattoo. A proper tattoo of an Arsenal football club crest. There was another thing that Norma didn't know about the joint of pork on a kitchen table. It wasn't pork. Hi again, Nathan Burrows here. Thanks for listening. Just a quick reminder, if you're interested in buying the full audiobook, head to nathanburrows.com forward slash audio or any audiobook store.